the human mind has only one need, and that is uh, the perpetual need to express our authentic identity. Okay. We don't stop uh, expressing our identity. Then that's what we're up to. And we do it through objects, people, and events. I discovered through my research that there are four uh, virtues to humanity, which is love, justice, wisdom, and power. Love is the domain that runs from caring to love. Uh, wisdom is from being curious to being wise. Um, justice um, is about harmony to justice. And power is about change to power. That's a whole domain. Every person wants to express their authentic identity. Mm -hmm. And quite often, they're not allowed to. There's many obstacles, uh, bosses, uh, wives, husbands, children. So those are the obstacles to that expression. So what I'm doing is enabling them to express their authentic identity. And that, that is what brings happiness and joy to them. And that is coming up next on Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. So stay tuned. So the big question is this. How are ambitious people like us who don't have a lot of resources, did not go to Ivy League colleges, were not born into wealth, how do we become resourceful enough? Use our creativity, our dedication, and a little bit of crazy to bootstrap our way to realizing our dreams. Whether it is launching a new company, launching a new app, or making it to the top of the corporate ladder. That is the question. And this podcast will give you the answers. We have created a tremendous community of bootstrappers, entrepreneurs, and professionals who are ambitious, resourceful, and want to get things done. We brainstorm, support, and help each other out. So come join us. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. Join today and get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series absolutely free. Hello and welcome to this new episode of Bootstrapping Your Dream Show. I'm your host, Manu Jagarwal, and today we'll be talking with John Boris. So after 20 years of unsuccessful cold calling, selling, John decided to throw out everything and take a fresh approach. Drawing on his degree in philosophy, he invented a groundbreaking approach to personal inquiry that revealed a person's life motivation and authentic design far beyond sales. And he was successful within six months. And now as a CEO of Authentic Systems, John educates using practical and teachable methods and techniques based on European psychology that guides others in their life choices regarding success or failure in the career, business relationships, and personal development and well-being. Often compared to Jordan Peterson by his colleagues, John is an international best-selling author and passionate about leading people to attain their life goals by helping them find their true motivation. Welcome, John. You have an amazing resume. I'd love to uh, explore more. Thank you for well, thank being you for with having us today. me, by the way. Awesome, awesome. Um, all right, so um, before we uh, get down into the good stuff and you know learn more about sales, uh, can you walk us down the memory lane and tell us a little bit about your previous experiences, cold calling experiences, and uh, you know the approaches that you tried and didn't work? Sure. Uh, back when um, my college days, uh, I needed a part-time job. And uh, I was attracted to door-to-door -door cold calling because you didn't need any experience and they will train. And my parents were in sales as well. So it seemed like an obvious direction to go. Mm -hmm. Well, I tried uh, cold calling um, four times in a row and was fired all four times. Wow. 
<laughs> but in each time I would, I would go to uh, seminars and workshops and read books uh -huh. and I would go out and get into another position and get uh, fired again. And then finally I decided I'm going to try again, but this time I will quit before mm -hmm. I get fired so I don't have to go through the humiliation. Uh -huh. So that's seven times. Um, I so uh, I earned my degree and I was going to go to law school, but uh, uh, that didn't interest me any longer. And I bought a, a delicatessen. And mm -hmm. um, uh, I, then when I sold it, I wanted to sell it about five years later. One of my um, wholesalers came to me and says, why don't you sell for me? And it's wholesale, so it's very different. There are grocery stores, uh, delicatessens, restaurants. Mm -hmm. So they have the need, the money. So I thought that'd be great. So my deli was an escrow and he gives me a call and he says, oh, by the way, I'm gonna have to file bankruptcy. Wow. But then he said, don't worry about it because we're gonna go, the, go back to where the company started 50 years ago, which is door-to-door mm -hmm. -door cold call selling. Mm -hmm. I see. Now, keep in mind, at that point, uh, I had a wife and a child and she did not work. And I'm looking at seven attempts at utter failure. Mm -hmm. But what I learned uh, in philosophy of language is philosophy of language is a huge topic. It would, it would fill an a modest uh, bookstore, which gives you an idea of how much language is not being taught to people in sales and communication is the number one tool. Yeah. So what I did is I focused only on uh, what they're called continental uh, psychology. Okay. And the uh, Europeans approach it from uh, psychology from the point of view of what does it mean to be human? Mm -hmm. Whereas American or Western psychology, it's focusing on behavior. So we do both, but it's our minds that are generating our physical activities. And mm -hmm. so then I want to stop and say there are many self-help courses and workshops benefit many, many people. I fell through the cracks. So that's how I look at it. They're very, very good. But I did. And so I thought maybe there's something missing. So I used um, uh, the philosophy of language and especially symbolism. And through that method, I was able to sell where I, before I didn't. Now, when I say sell, I went from zero and getting fired to um, 12 to 14 uh, cold call sales out of 20. That's very high. Wow. And I did that for 20 years and I retired mm -hmm. and about mm -hmm. 2003 and decided, you know, if I can do it and I'm not designed to do this, and I'm not designed mm -hmm. to sell at all, but I can mm -hmm. do this. Why don't I give this technique and methods to people who really have talent? Yeah, so yeah, I've been yeah. doing that ever since. That's awesome. That's a great story. Um, and uh, didn't uh, Europeans invent psychology? I mean, I think uh, there's a Swiss, uh, Psychologist, uh, Carl Jung, Jung uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, Carl Jung, Carl, Carl Jung. Freud. But even yeah. before that, the the yeah. the first he's considered the first psychologist was actually mm -hmm. Soren Kierkegaard, who was mm -hmm. a philosopher in Denmark in the eighteen hundreds. Yeah, and that that's the first exposure I had to the whole notion of choice and mm -hmm. how your authentic identity is involved and how it develops. That's great. Well, um, let's uh, let's get familiar with this. So how much of this can you share today? Like, you know, obviously this is a free podcast. So uh, I'd like to make sure that, uh, you know, we give them, give the audience enough so that they get value. But obviously, you know, we can't cover everything. So uh, what do you think we can cover in this uh, short period of time that we have together? Well, um, one is, um, uh, what is, uh, let's say, uh, uh, the human mind only has one need. That's mm -hmm. very different than you find in America. 
The human mind has only one need, and that is uh, the perpetual need to express our authentic identity. Okay. We don't stop uh, expressing our identity. Then that's okay. what we're up to. And we do it through objects, people, and events. So right where you're sitting, I'm saying the objects around you that has some religious connotations, mm -hmm. philosophic connotations, and I'm getting a sense of who you are already. And in fact, what I would do is discover uh, in advance someone's profession. Mm -hmm. And from that profession, get a good idea of who they were before they began, before I, before I even saw them. Because right. everything around you are previous decisions. They're yeah. right there for everybody to see. Mm -hmm. So why not read what's around you and discover who you are? Discover what really motivates you rather than hypothetical or imaginary. I can go straight to very practical point of view, which is you're just showing me who you are. And I did that in every uh, prospect I, I saw, and I do it today, and I've helped couples uh, understanding each other through uh, how they interact with objects, et cetera, and it's very, very useful, but not taught in this country. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's amazing. Um, so uh, just to get a little bit deeper, because it's so intriguing, I would love to learn a little bit more, um, especially on a cold calling. Like, you know, when you're calling somebody, uh, especially back in the day, there was no LinkedIn, there was no Google. Uh, how did you figure out, you know, what this person is all about before you call them? Okay. So let's imagine I'm about to see um, a master carpenter. A master carpenter takes... Uh, about 20 years. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm going to ask you, what would it take to be a master carpenter? Well, it'll take love for woodworking. It'll take uh, patience to learn the art. And it'll take, um, I guess, uh, resiliency to, to get over the initial um, humps. You know, you'll end up making a lot of mistakes. Uh, so dedicating your time, 20 years of your life towards an art, you have to be really passionate and really hardworking. Good. So yeah, the one point you landed on was patience. Mm -hmm. They really need to be patient. And if mm -hmm. someone wanted to go into carpentry and they discovered that they don't have that patience, what's mm -hmm. going to happen is they're going to generate a poor product, mm -hmm. uh, quit or get fired. Yeah. And so um, that is an attribute to uh, that cold call I'm about to see. I All right. See. So it doesn't matter what widget I'm selling. Mm -hmm. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use that in the terminology through which I describe what I'm selling. I see. So you see? So I would say this is long-lasting. Um, people invest in this. Uh, this is worthwhile over time. And I would really stress time. And um, then I'd also notice that they're very detailed. So I would give them detailed information, you know, rather than the sweeping theory, because they're mm -hmm. not going to be attracted to that. Because everyone, again, they want to express themselves through mm -hmm. objects. So if I describe the object that reflects who they are, mm -hmm. they're going to want it. And that's what happened. Right. That's so great. I would be able well, to see who they are before. Uh, another way I, I do that in my workshop is you and I are going to create a Western, uh, 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 Western movie. Okay. So when you think about a Western movie, well, what's in a Western movie? Let's say it's, it's 1850. 
-hmm. What's in a Western movie? Well, there's horses and there's cowboys and there's a saloon and there's all these things. So you're not going to open up the door to a saloon and see someone with a, a full scuba gear sitting at the bar. That's not going to happen. You'd have to call it something else. Yeah. Now, that, getting back to my um, example of uh, being a, um, a master carpenter, it's the same thing. We, mm -hmm. It's all about archetypes in both cases. If you want to do a Western, there's certain things that are going to be there. If Bob uh, is uh, in uh, carpentry, there's going, he's going to be of a certain type and kind. Mm -hmm. that yeah. they're, they're really going to be the most powerful part of who they are. Yeah, and so by doing that, by saying that, again, all I have to do is uh, language my widget toward what I'm saying. Got it. Got it. That's great. Um, and now uh, you, seems like you have, a, you have a background in psychology, if I'm right. You have a degree in psychology, yes? No, no. I have a degree in philosophy, but I studied a great deal in, in uh, European psychology. Got it. Okay. Uh, thanks for correcting me. And so now um, my next question will be, when you train somebody, like, you know, obviously it's impractical to actually study so deeply uh, philosophy and psychology. So do you give them some sort of a framework or some easy ways to sort of, you know, navigate these, uh, um, these paradigms and understand human behavior uh, quickly? Uh, sure. Um, as a matter of fact, uh, uh, behind you, you have your mm -hmm. books and mm -hmm. you have little statues. So I would ask you, what do they mean to you? And then you would tell me. Mm -hmm. Okay, so now I would say, just describe some other objects uh, that you'd run across, uh, say mm -hmm. with a prospect. What mm -hmm. would they be? What was the last, who was the last person you saw? So if I walked into a beauty salon, uh, these are people who are very social. Uh, they're uh, very close to uh, empathy, feeling, mm -hmm. And so what I would do, again, is I would language what I'm selling toward emotions and feelings. I so I, I would see. teach people how to read objects. And it's not right. hard. There's, two, there's really, uh, well, I don't want to get too deep there, but you have uh, the social meaning of things. Mm -hmm. But then you, are, you, because it's in your domain, it means something to you specifically. So you have the general and the specific. So all you do is read the general and then say, okay, if I have a lot of these, well, that's going to mean that that represents this person. Nice. And I could teach that. Uh, in fact, I do that in, in a workshop about uh, two hours. Nice. Very cool. Um, and so, uh, you know, obviously, as you teach them, uh, the person who's receiving this information, they ha also have to be versatile enough and, and have the, you know, varied experiences that they can sort of adjust their pitch, adjust their message according to, uh, what is being presented to them, like right, right on the fly, right? It's not, it's not, um, I don't think like, you know, you can just uh, develop that skill very quickly, like, or can you, can, can like, can you give them that ability to come up with new messaging, like right away? Oh, absolutely. And the way mm -hmm. it's done is I discovered through my research that there are four uh, virtues to humanity, mm -hmm. which is love, justice, wisdom, and power. Love is the domain that runs from caring to love. Uh, wisdom is from being curious to being wise. Um, justice um, is about harmony to justice. And power is about change to power. That's a whole domain. So I would say, if you are wisdom, you already have the instruments to do exactly what you want to do. So that's what you would use. And that's what uh, the 
the characteristics of you individually that we would harness in the direction that you want to go. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't tell you to be anybody else or take on any new traits or, or characteristics or anything. And what it is, is you're going to be the natural you. You've already got everything you need. Nice. Awesome. Um, and so uh, let's uh, go back to our, um, you know, approaches between the way that uh, European paradigms sort of uh, help us and the American paradigms. So we talked about the, the psychological part of it. Uh, what about sales? So how do the Americans approach sales or North Americans approach sales versus Europeans? What is the difference there? The difference is um, um, the psychology in Western psych Western psychology in this country is all about doing. Okay. It's about um, statistics, okay. uh, which is what psychology gathers. It's about uh, normal behavior, and uh, it's, it's kind of a homogenized approach. Mm -hmm. um, and they focus on what people say, and rather than why do they say what they do. Got it. And so Europe is different. It's totally different. It's let's find out what it means to be human. And I, what I do is I tell, tell my, uh, uh, my clients, they're born with it's like a starter kit. And this starter kit, we all have. Mm -hmm. And so that starts is actually genetic logic. And that starts the ball rolling. Then what we do is we take that, the form of genetic logic, and then we apply it in our world and create our own rational uh, sense of being. And, um, and that's how we function. That's why this, the four, love, justice, wisdom, and power is universal and absolute. Mm -hmm. And you find it everywhere in the world. That's awesome. So it seems like, uh, you know, it, it actually humanizes the sales process. And it seems like it brings in a lot of harmony, a lot, of, lot more fun in the actual transaction, both from the seller point of view and the customer point of view, because we are connecting at a very deeper level. Yes, absolutely. Okay. Right. And so I want to say, since I was able to find the primary motivator of my uh, prospects, mm -hmm. when I retired, I also thought, wouldn't it be nice if people can learn their own? That's mm -hmm. what I've been doing. I want to design uh, some type of questionnaire and a process so they can learn what really motivates them beneath their personality so that they can have a real grip on what really makes them happy uh, what really gives them meaning in life, what gives them purpose, and what gives them a sense of belonging. Got it, got it. Um, and now uh, the four themes you brought up, I mean, we, we talked about these four themes for the, from the customer point of view. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, as a, as a salesperson, uh, we have those similar themes as well. So uh, do you recommend that we sort of uh, adjust our uh, the themes that we play upon based on the themes that we discover in, in our prospect, in our customer? No, we don't change ourselves. What I have to okay. do is I have to suspend my authentic is what I say. Okay. Because if I didn't, I'm a wisdom. And if I didn't, mm -hmm. everybody would turn out wisdom. So mm -hmm. the way I did that is by reading objects. Mm -hmm. So objects are objective, scientific, mm -hmm. physical evidence okay. of the decisions you've made in life. Okay. And so from that, I can deduce which theme you belong to. Okay. Um, and so let's say, uh, you know, uh, my theme is power. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm ambitious, but, um, you know, when I talk to somebody, let's say I'm talking to my spouse, my, my kids, or, or somewhere where I need to bring in my love, 
uh, how do you like how do you sort of switch off that that uh, attribute of you know me being ambitious and power hungry uh, versus expressing my love so that that sort of is still not clear to me like how do you how do you adjust your personality according to that situation so uh, we have all four love mm -hmm. just wisdom and power one dominates mm -hmm. the four Okay. So when I, when let's say, uh, yeah, your power, the way you look at people in your life that you care for, you mm -hmm. look at them through the filter of power. When okay. you think of what you need to learn in life, you look, you look at uh, what you need to learn through the eyes of power and mm -hmm. justice fair. What is fairness? What is morality and ethics? You look at those through the eyes of power. But um, when you look at power, you look at power for the sake of power. Because what you want to do is take on responsibility and be in control. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. you have all four, but you have a different perspective on all of them. I so they're all open that. to you. You're going to yeah. have a flavor to them. Like for myself, before I got married, I had to know her for seven years. It's a classic wisdom issue, right? Okay. When it. it comes to knowing, I need to know everything. I just curious, mm -hmm. constant, never stop. Mm -hmm. Uh, when it comes to people, I just want to be connected to them because I'm too busy reading books that other people don't have to read. Yeah. And when it comes to power, that's about how I express myself to other people. And, um, and it's going to be w what I know, like a teacher. Mm -hmm. So you see, it all works. And in yeah, fact, yeah. Um, uh, another way of explaining this is, let's say you go to your faucet and the water's gray. And mm -hmm. you say, wait a minute, this is, this is wrong. Uh, this is going to be unhealthy. You think about mm -hmm. your, your family, yourself, and yeah, yeah. you think to yourself, well, this is, this is not correct. There needs to be a change. I wonder who would know how, what's going on. So mm -hmm. then you call up the water department and say, explain what's going on. And uh, they want somebody to be in action. Mm -hmm. So you see how that works. From, yeah. the morning, from the moment you wake up to the moment you go to sleep, you're engaged with love, justice, wisdom, and power. You cannot escape it. That's great. That's great. Now, um, I mean, this is really uh, almost, uh, you know, um, getting really uh, deeply, intimately familiar with, uh, with the other person. Um, and it could be quite powerful, I can imagine. Uh, how, how do you make sure that it doesn't turn into manipulation? Because, you know, if, if you have that power on others, it's almost you can hypnotize them and have them do pretty much everything. So how do you, how do you maintain that, that uh, balance and you don't go overboard? Every person wants to express their authentic identity. Mm -hmm. And quite often they're not allowed to. There's many obstacles, uh, bosses, uh, wives, husbands, children. So those are the obstacles to that expression. So what I'm doing is enabling them to express their authentic identity. And that, that is what brings happiness and joy to them. I so see. it's not so manipulation, it's opportunity that I'm giving them. Got it, got it. All right. And um, uh, now, um, can you tell us some of the mistakes uh, that you have uh, seen other people make in sales processes? Uh, you know, you made some uh, in your career, but what are the, uh, you know, typical mistakes that you see most salespeople make? Uh, whether they are trying your approach or American approach or whatever approach, something that uh, is universal. Well, I, I do have a second book and it's, okay. it's more like a journal and it's okay. called Learn to Sell What They're Buying, mm -hmm. which is a very different approach. I see. So um, the, the difference is I want to get to know who they are before I describe what I'm selling to them. And um, 
the issue is they don't stop and try to find out what that person is. And instead, they have a homogenized perspective. Uh, a, a company makes a widget and they'll have mm -hmm. a brochure to sell to say, this is what we're selling. Mm -hmm. Well, that's to, to the masses. But an individual yeah. walks through the door. Classic example. Um, I helped uh, one of my clients uh, had a, uh, a company that made uh, uh, equipment, exercise equipment. And uh, they had a problem. People would walk in and, and describe what they wanted, and, and then they would give them what they, they thought they wanted, and they walk out mm -hmm. the door and they never see them again. Mm -hmm. So I said, well, what are you selling with all this equipment? Well, I'm selling cardio. I'm selling cardio. I uh, build you up, physical, lose weight, all these things. Mm -hmm. So I, I said, no, I don't think you are. I think what you're doing is you're selling people who want to date. Yeah, I see. These people are walking in for the first time. They really don't care. What they're, the, the gals want to lose some inches. The guys want to buff up. They want to do it as cheaply as possible and get out of there, right? <laughs> yeah. And that is not what they were doing. So, so what I told them was you need to learn what they're buying. Don't start from the manufacturer's brochure and tell them what they're buying because this is why they leave. And this happens over and over and over again. Another one was... Um, uh, uh, the one they, these people get together and talk about, I wonder what my customer is buying. What, what is it that I can improve that'll make increase in sales? Mm -hmm. So I says, I don't want you to create five questions and you go out to your clients and you ask them directly these five questions. And one of them will be, why do you buy from me and not the competition? Mm -hmm. Well, he got the answer and they had about four or five of these people out there getting the answer so now the next meeting is this is what they want how simple is that but you see what i'm saying so yeah. what they do is they get an idea of what they think they're selling and then they don't understand why sales isn't increasing nice nice that's great and so um the theme of our show is bootstrapping um i'm guessing you also bootstrapped your business uh no what do you mean by that so bootstrapping for us uh, here, you know, the, in North America generally, it means like you uh, built your business from the ground up with the minimum resources you had. You did not take external investments or what have you. Okay. You basically mm -hmm. built it from the ground up. Yes, that's exactly what I did. And I'm still in the process. Yes. All right. Great. Great. So um, can you uh, tell us uh, what has been your experience bootstrapping, not taking external money, growing it from the ground up? Any benefits that you can uh, share with us of bootstrapping your business? I'm selling an abstract idea. Mm -hmm. And so what I, I, I can't package this up into a little gift and try yeah. to entice people. So uh, my issue is I really need to create a fan base. And that's what I'm doing right now is okay. trying to create that fan base because I'm spending my days researching, which means uh -huh. I've got my nose in a book. Yeah, and yeah. so you're not going to expand very well. Yeah. So the other is, uh, I learned through this, this method, um, brains are always for sale. If yeah. you don't have them, they're out there to buy. So that's what I do. So I buy what I can't do. Cool. That's what I learned. That's and you give, you give that up. You give up that uh, control. That's great. Yeah, well, that's, uh, those are uh, really valuable words of wisdom. So don't try to do everything yourself, but you can, uh, you can be good at one thing and then you can hire the the other people right. to do the rest. Awesome. That's great. Well, thank you so much for being with us today and sharing mm -hmm. your experience and knowledge with us. I'm sure 
everyone got a lot of value out of it. Now, if they want to connect with you, if they want to sign up for your uh, workshop, how can they find you? Uh, uh, my, my site is johnforest.com. Uh-huh. Uh, once you're on my site, uh, look in cons- consulting. Okay. And I offer two opportunities. I, I can help people find their life theme and their life uh-huh. identity. Uh-huh. Then also I have a book, uh, Discover the Power uh, That Drives Your Personality uh-huh. on Amazon. Okay. And those are the two major ways to do that. Or you can just wow. email me at john at authentic-systems.com and I can have a discussion uh, with you before we start. Great. Thank you so much once again. Thank you. Thank you very much. And that's all for now. Until next time. Now, if you're an entrepreneur or a career professional, then I invite you to join our growing community. Navigate to bootstrapping.group. As a welcome bonus, you will get the Startup Founders Technology Accelerator video series and Mastering Your Inner Game video series absolutely free. This series of short videos address some core issues which are instrumental in helping you move forward in your business or career. The videos are yours to view and share for free. No obligations or strings attached, except for one, you have to take action and implement it. So join us today, navigate to bootstrapping.group. If you want more engaging videos and insightful interviews with industry's thought leaders, then check out the other videos we have picked for you. The link is right there. And if you want to be notified about our new content, please do consider subscribing to our channel.